We are up to Perek Tshi. We're doing the Vadim on Akpada. Hopefully we'll finish them uh, today. We're starting Vadravi and we'll do the uh, the next few Vadim. Vadravi, page Reishmem 240. Kashehu It is difficult to give rebuke, we'll, uh, we'll call it. So we discussed a little bit of that last time, but it's even doubly hard. Uh, put it on mute. It's even doubly hard to give mechila. So this is actually kind of a, uh, a hard one to swallow, especially, you know, people go around, uh, around, uh, um, and we're going to see what he says is very interesting. I, you know, I don't know in terms of the ins and outs of, you know, let, let's say by money. Uh, you know, I really hold a grudge and I say, well, I forgive you. I don't want a Kaddish Baruch Hu to punish you on my account. So I don't know, you know, what the ins and outs of that are. But from a Musr point of view, and, you know, from what he says, very interesting, he says that the idea of giving mechila to somebody, if you are not really meichel him, doesn't stick. And therefore, if you're not actually meichel a person, then it's also to tell him that you're meichel him. So, you know, I'm not sure if that means if you're not really meichel him. Or, you know, let's say in your heart, you would say, you know what, I still, it still bothers me, but, uh, but I don't want Hashem to punish on my account. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, let's see what he says. Kizui gnevas das. Vimishu mavakish slicha be'erav yom ha'kipurim u'meichlin lo be'peh achloi belev. A person who is not meichl him on the inside, he just says it externally. Goizim lo as kaparis yom ha'kipurim shaloi. So it's pretty terrible because we know that avera shebein adam l'chavero e'en yom ha'kipurim ha'kaparad shu'at says chavero. This person asked for mechila, the person who was asked for mechila externally said that he forgave him. He did not really forgive him on the inside. The other person goes forward into Yom Kippur. He does not continue to ask for mechila or, cont- or try to be marat to him. And now he's not going to be able to get a mechila for these sins. But the kpeda, he's still on it on the inside. He's not going to try to appease him anymore. Because from his point of view, he thinks he has it's very dangerous. It's ridiculous. It's silliness that you just, you know, as a matter of habit, you go Michael, 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 without saying on the inside that you're actually uprooting the kpeda that you have. If you hold on to the grudge, you're not letting it go, and yet you say that you're Michael people, it's meaningless, and it's even destructive because it doesn't give the other person an opportunity to continue to follow up. You can't play games with Mechila. In fact, it was a Maiso, the Gardner Tzadik of Lepian Zetzal, Somebody came to Revel of the Opian and he had said that he needed Mechila because he requested Mechila because he spoke about the, the Rav inappropriately. So Lopian, he asked him to tell him exactly what was said about him. He responded after hearing what was spoken about him. It's going to be challenging to be Michael. You, I don't know if I can be Michael. You, come back 
in a couple of weeks. For the next two weeks, I'm going to work on myself. I'll learn Musr. And possibly I'll be able to be Melchi with a Lev Shalem. Hala, his Daza, L'Shem Advarim. The other person was trembling hearing these words. He didn't think that getting Mechil was going to be so complex. He went away kind of depressed. And Lopian responded to him, I learned a lot of Moser, and now I'm able to be with a Lev Shalem. This actually happened. The idea of being Michael somebody on its own is an avoda. It takes a tremendous amount of self work, self awareness also to be able to actually turn inwards and be able to be Michael somebody. Now, again, we're just, I'm just going to read it straightforward um, because, you know, uh, you know, would, would it be possible that a person can resolve, you, you know, that, that Klape Shmaya, he's, he agrees to be Michael, I don't know, but straightforward, it seems not. It seems that he's saying that, that, that the idea of being Michael somebody requires, it's a very scary thought, requires that the person actually uproots the Kepeda and the Lev to the point that nothing ever happened. I mean, if you think about it, it would be the equivalent of, uh, you, you know, of somebody stepped on your foot and you're very annoyed about it, and then you find out that it was an accident, or he took your phone and you got all mad, and then you realize that he thought that it was his, it was just a careless mistake. So at that point in your mind, it literally transforms itself, not from like a bad act that you're upset about, but like you're not going to be upset about it anymore, to something that's not even a bad act, right? Something along those lines. So now, you know, in the future, when you're thinking back about your relationship with this individual, it won't even occur to you, it won't even bother you. A person Person is literally uprooting something from his heart. Lopian one time said that he was never machbut on anybody. It still took him some time. Now this is in line with it. You would say again, we spoke about last time. It's not that he was just desensitized. You know, he let everything roll over his back. He didn't care. That's not what it means that he wasn't machbut on anybody. He wasn't machbut on anybody. He worked on himself until anything that you know could have been a potential akpada. He uprooted for himself that there was no baggage left. And then the idea of being Michael somebody was such a complete avoda, turning himself inside out, that ultimately he didn't have any akpadis on anybody. But it's an avoda. It's hard enough to ask somebody for mechila, but to the, 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 if, you know, to the extent that it seems that a person has to be on such a level to grant mechila is a very scary thing, both in terms of ourselves and in terms of anybody who we have to ask mechila from. To, to really grant mechila, we have to work on to wipe away any 
imprint, right, from our hearts. So that it's not even there. There's no zecher of it there. A person can't also on his own right be embarrassed to say, I, you know, I need some time to reconcile myself with what was done. And a person who is nilchshal and just you know, be verbal mechila, but he's not, it's not legitimate, it's not sincere. It's That's also an Avera. To, to grant mechila superficially, uh, just externally. Now, this is not so easy. Halavai, right? Halavai, if we were all starting at ground zero, nobody does anything to us any day. If you're the type of person who has never truly granted mechila every single second, maybe you do have some outstanding grudges and it's not so hard to find. But let's assume that it's hard to find. We all, when we say the Rebbeinu Shalaylam by Kriyashma every day, everybody's at square zero. And how often is it that somebody does something to you that, you know, that that, that requires true mechila? Ulam harama mazgir oifin shamechilim eblisha achayte mevakish mechila. The Rambam, we mentioned this last week really, had mentioned a certain circumstance where you can work on mechila without having somebody come over to you, hat in hand, so to speak, asking for mechila. Now, what did we mean by that? We did not define it last week. This is not so rare. You know, people have different sensitivities. The idea that somebody did something that bothered you and I mean, it would almost be like more maddening, right? If you would sit down with the person and you explain what he did to you, and it wouldn't even occur to him that he did something wrong. This happens, you know, if you ever lived in a dormitory, you know, you'll have one person that keeps stuff in the fridge, uh, and he doesn't care if his roommates take. Who knows what, right? And you have another person that he's very mockbid, you know, and you know, you know, the person will treat the other person's stuff like his own. So he says, oh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff in the fridge. He goes and takes one or whatever. And and, and if any, you start telling him, well, why do you take my stuff? He'll have tainas on you. Like, well, what do you mean? Like, why do you put it in the communal, or whatever? Who knows what? And I mean, that's just like a silly example, but in any variety of contexts where people have different sensitivities and different things, sometimes, or they're just thick, you know, you can explain to them what they did and they're a hediot in our language. They won't even understand why you're upset. There's no point in explaining it to them. It'll just get you even more annoyed. These types of things happen every day of the week. Especially not with the big things that are, you know, obviously you did something wrong, but with these little day-to-day things where one person is sensitive to it and the other the person isn't. Rishon. You know, it's like uh, one, of, one of my kids, I don't know, he, bar, you know, he has to go someplace, he'll put on like a pair of Crocs, a pair of slippers that belongs to somebody else. He can't even understand why the other one gets upset. You know, the other one's more possessive. Uh, but that's what it is. So these types of little things that happen every day of the week, you know, you try to even like explain what the other one did wrong. Yeah, maybe that's a mominous issue, so it's different. So in that context, you can work on Islamdus in this. So you don't, in other words, to wait for the exercise where somebody's coming over to you and they're asking for mechila and you're having a hard time and you need to wait and work on yourself. That's not necessarily going to happen every day. But if you want to train it yourself, you want to work on yourself, little types of annoyances that almost, there's no mukum really to start going 
through it with the other person and creating a whole soap opera and they're not going to get it anyway. Those types of things happen every five minutes, right, so to speak. And therefore, there's a training ground that if you want to work on truly uprooting things, especially little things, to the point that you don't care about it, it's a good place to start. Things that are little, they don't really make much of a difference. The other person's not going to get it anyway. To work and get rid of all uh, all uh, enmity uh, out of your heart, out of your consciousness, until you totally don't care anymore. Like the grinding up of the So we mentioned, we discussed a similar overlapping idea in one of the earlier Vadim in a different context. The idea that we're working on over here is coming to the idea of absolute Mechila. So Vad Ravi, the idea is understanding and being self-aware enough to address Mechila Gemura, to understand that you can't just have Mechila B'Peh, and to work on the idea of being able to get something to the point where it's not even going to be a Zecher, you're not even going to remember it, something that you could totally uproot. The training ground for this, at least the starting point of the training ground, to start to get to know yourself, to, to put yourself inside out, and these types of things are the small annoyances where, in a practical sense, there's not even really a Mokom to address it with somebody because those types of things are available, and more often than not, they're also something that doesn't make a practical difference in your life. It didn't really impact you. It was just kind of an annoyance. Vad Chamishi, number two for the night. It's the fifth Vad. Medvar ma margizim esa adam bi yoisru kashishamea nashim dvaro alav divrei kinteru bakairas. A person, you, you got teased, you got criticized. That really can irk a person. Harlai lezeh eich milam libam lahatsigai how is it that another person spoke about me, painted me in such a negative light? So, Rabbeinu Governor Rabbeinu Salanter, he had a totally another way of looking at this, which we've referenced before, but now we're going to reference, talk about it directly. When people come against me, I'm going to listen. When people come against me, they, they talk about me negatively, and at the time, he had plenty. My ears will listen. As in Hetev, and listen well. People might be exaggerated. They might be wrong for saying things against me. And they, 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 there's a thousand things that on their chesed they shouldn't have done. But at the end of the day, even if they blow something out of proportion, they stand on ceremony. They're they're, they're going to seize on something that was there. So maybe it's the type of thing that I said, and I have a lot of reasons, but at the end of the day, maybe I was a little bit insensitive in how I said it that gave off a certain perception, right? You know, the type of, like, you don't say these types of things about you and me, but it works in the reverse also. If, you know, if, if you have two people, you know, one of them you'll say, oh, he's all, you know, explosive. Another one you'll say he's passive-aggressive. So, you know, maybe they're taking it a little bit too much to the nth degree, but if you listen to what a person is saying, then there was some reason that they said it. So it's a bakiris, it's like a security checkpoint, it's a, it's a catch. When I listen to the types of things that annoy people, instead of automatically getting defensive, 
So unless the other person is just like totally off base, but let's assume for a second that, you know, that it's not like that. They're not just, it's not just a matter of fantasy. If there's something, even if a person doesn't like me, but if there's something that they're seizing on and that that's what their point of complaint is and that that's what they're coming against me, instead of immediately jumping to say that either they're wrong or they're wrong in how they said it, let me just listen to what they're saying and see, mitzad me, I have my own avodah. What is it about my behavior that allows them, uh, that put them in a position where they notice something that they found offensive, even if they were wrong for being offended, you know, something like that. So what do I have to acknowledge about myself? It's a really a a, a, a very like deep self-awareness. You know, all of these vadim, I could look at Ari Yisrael, you know, in the earlier, in the earlier ones, you know, already we're moving a little bit away from that kind of, you know, going in like, you know, levels deeper and intellectualizing it. So now because of the vadim, we're keeping much more straightforward to the text, but it's a tremendous amount of self-awareness, almost like detaching yourself from yourself, you know, being able to look at the situation with no skin in the game and saying, you know, if they're saying things, maybe in an exaggerated way, but obviously if I didn't, if I didn't hear it in an exaggerated way and I wasn't working on, on myself until now, then I haven't been noticing it about myself. So it says that now, 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 now it's screaming loud and clear in my face. The sign of a person who really wants to work on himself is acknowledging these things. Even from people that really can't stand him, he's going to listen to what they say. You know, if they, if they do something mean, that's their problem. Let them, you know, we just said, give them mechila. Let them ask for mechila. Let them deal with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Whatever it is. But the point is, instead of jumping back at them and getting defensive, maybe this is a way that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is sending me a message. Hashem chose this person to send me the message. He's not going to get angry. He's not going to get broken from it. Even if it's very sharp. Sometimes it's more than a kartav. A kartav is just a drop. Sometimes it's more than just a kernel of truth to what the person is saying. But even if it's just a kernel of truth, Zuya Gisha, right? If they say somebody like, oh, you know, you know, they're they're very superficial, they'll fu- they're full of it, they're davening along, you know, just to get people to notice them. Maybe there's some nakuda of truth where they're doing something in a way that seems a little bit uh, you know, flamboyant, or they're doing it for show, or they don't come across as so sincere. A person has to evaluate what it is about them that gave off this impression that gave somebody else a point to seize on. Zuya Gisha Mufchachas, this is like the sober-minded approach. We already spoke about earlier so hopefully we don't have too many frequent opportunities for this so assuming that you don't you know i mean i guess part of it is uh is your position the more public a figure is the more often people are going to be talking about them having said that Hopefully, a person does not experience this too often. What a person can do is that they can prepare for this so that they'll be in the mental headspace that when it happens to them, it doesn't catch them blindsided. Right, depending on a person's context or relationships, you know, sometimes whether it's, uh, he's talking with people in the shiva, a roommate, a spouse, you know, whatever it is, a co-worker, sometimes, you know, maybe you're in a position where you hear about it more often. But again, so this Vada says that as a person is 
working on themselves, there's going to be times when people do speak in a nasty way to them or in overly a critical way, but where they're, they're, they're kind of coming against them. And the question is being able to take a step back. And if a person is really true to themselves, you know, maybe, maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu had sent them until now smaller, more subtle messages, and they didn't take them, just trying to understand at the end of the day, it's, you know, like Kabakaris, Roa Edro, you know, like Roshana, it's just me, me, myself, and I. It's, it's just a matter of me working on myself, whatever the other person's, person's cheshben is, it is. But if I'm working on myself, and a lot of times, you know, especially when you're going through the motions, okay, so we could all daven more and learn more, and, uh, you know, a lot of times you want to, uh, you, you want to work on something. So you want to, uh, you know, I say, so I'm going to say an extra few tehillim. I'm going to say an extra mishnayis. And there's a value to all of that. But a lot of times we tend to work on the things that are easier for us to do and not really want to dig in or it's hard, just hard to acknowledge even, you know, some of the things from Mido's point of view that we have to do. So sometimes, yes, the answer is what you need to be doing is come, come five minutes before Shachar, say Karbana, say an extra Tehillim. But sometimes, you know, that's just sort of, uh, you know, it's, it's getting, so you'll say another one. But in terms of actual self-work and Midos, it becomes very hard to be all made on it. And one, one tool is when somebody, uh, when somebody kind of criticizes you, trying to acknowledge that as saying, you know, why, why did they choose this thing? Where is where's this coming from? Seeing if that's a way that you can uh, open your own eyes. Vad Shishi. What can a person do so that he doesn't come to Akpada? Hello, Zeph. There are people who are makbid on things. You know, there are people that just have a lot of these like irritations. You know, part of it might be a personality. So obviously, you know, if a person has an easier disposition, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem for him, you know, Ashrei Lo, and that's a good thing. Some people are more sensitive by nature. But, you know, aside from that, uh, if a person goes forward and they just constantly like feel like somebody is stepping on their toes, bottom line is, is that it, it stinks. It's not a life. So what does a person do so that they can get out of this headspace? There is one old remedy, right? There's one mida, and a person who has it will not be a kapdan. It's like a, a joy, a jesting of das, a laughing. It's called humor. It's interesting that that's like, I don't know, I guess the, the best word, you know, English word, but the best word for it, humor. So he says, humor, a person who's able to make light of things. You know, this is, you know, in a way, I guess you could say that this is why, you know, every mida has a positive. So you could say, what's the mida of Leitzanus? What, what could possibly be good about things? What's, what's the mida of Leitzanus? It's being able to, like the Mesil Sisharam says, to, you know, taking a shield. If you think about a shield that's like rounded. So what it did is that if you would grease the shield when an arrow, which has a lot of momentum, a lot of energy hits it, so then unless I guess it hits it square on, so then if you grease a rounded shield that's like a dome, what it'll do is it'll divert the force and it'll, it'll uh, you know, so that the impact will go to the side grasshopper, right? That's what it's going to do. 
So the, the, the flip side of that, the positive side of that, of, of being able, which on this is one of the most horrible midos, you know, for people that are outside of the mechitz of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and so forth. But that's able to take the seriousness of something and divert it over here. Also, a person who's able to remove the sting from something and divert it using this tool of humor, that's almost like the positive side, I guess, of, uh, of, the, of the terrible mid of Leitzanus. I mean, you see it. You see it all the time. I mean, it's a, it's a big skill, but you'll see very often. You know, somebody will. You know, the the, the tension in a room. Uh, the tension in a room will be here, and sometimes, like a person will. You know, either something will happen, or who knows, somebody will spill a drink, or whatever. Something like unexpected will happen, or somebody will crack a joke, and all of a sudden it'll just be out of left field. There'll be like a silence, and it'll just break the ice. You know, things will just things will just calm down. Or if, even if you're in sales, you know, like a contentious call, and you just open up with something, you know, like some sort of a funny joke, it could just take the temperature down, and it just makes things a lot more, you know, easygoing. So he says, Zui This is a mida that has uh, compassion on other people who had a hard day. Salchanis l'cholshiyadas. You could have slicha on people that are, you know, weak-minded. Ein chada, sharp eye l'cholshis b'nei adam. You can you know, look at people closely without uh, without treating them lightly. Um, you can get above, I guess, embarrassing situations. See the light in the darkness. The darkness and the light. Intelligence and love are bound together. Okay, it sounds very poetic. I don't know exactly all these uh, examples. But the point is, is there could be a positive light. You know, it, it just inverts things. It could turn a situation upside down, a, a, a way that there's a, somebody who just can't relate to in a positive way, and it can give you a way to relate to them. Now, of course, you can learn it. Otherwise, it's not part of the Vad. But he says, how do you learn? How do you learn this idea, this, this being able to, to take things a little bit light, lightly? How do you lighten up? So we already spoke earlier, we had a whole vat on it, at least one, but I think towards the beginning of the Musr, you can go back and... Uh, I don't. I can look at table of contents, I guess, but um, it's 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 in the the second section, right? We spoke at length about the idea that as one approaches Musr, we all think fire and brimstone as a practical matter. We spoke a little bit about some of the yeshiva approaches, Slobodka and Vardik, right? But uh, the, the, the idea that a person has to create a positive context, and then once a person establishes, you know, some of the older yeshivas we said, you know, in Europe and so forth, when you have a very, very strong self-identity, so then already you can knock yourself, you know, you can be all made on the little cracks to get rid of them. But until, you know, in a generation, that's what we were talking about, the, you know, the more current generation, where a person doesn't have as strong of a, of a self-identity and a self-worth and a self-concept, so if you start off with the negative, so then you're just stripping yourself away and there's nothing left. So we spoke about that to start with the positive, not just because we want to be nicey nice, but because otherwise the negative will just bring you to Atzvah and Yish, right? It's not going to get you anywhere. And if a person does this, then they will uh, they, they follow the system, then there's no question that they'll be able to come to this. And there are certain things where it's obligatory, like Marin Shabbos, 
with Rashi tes tzorach le daf daf lamed tzorach le tayach b'mili de b'dichusa b'reisha. A person should start off with a joke. Start off because it, it puts people in a lighter state of mind. It makes them it makes them more receptive. Like I said, even even in a phone call, a sales call, whatever it is, a person gets on the defensive. You know, the Rosh Hashiva. You know, here's the you know they 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 get called to somebody's office, their boss, whatever it is, and they're expecting criticism. They're on the defensive. They're waiting to be able to respond. And when somebody starts in a lighthearted way, it just it, it, it changes the dynamic and it makes you more receptive to being able to hear what they have to say. The Rabbanon will relax. And then when he got into it, so then they would already, you know, take the temperature up, but in the right way. Their hearts were open from the simcha. We're not talking about just telling silly jokes. So this is what we're talking about. Amrle Ikabai Shuka Bar Alma da Asi is Rani Binoilam Aban the Shok. Adhahi Bachiyasu Anachtreya Achi, there were two brothers that passed by. Amrle so Leo told him, Hanach Nami bin Alma Diasi Nenu. These two also they these people are Binailam Abba. Azal Gabayu Amrle Mayuv Daihu, what do you do? Amrle Inshi Biduchianan, Bibadhina Natsive, we are people who cheer up the depressed. Inami, Kihazinam betrayed the Islu Tigra. We see two people who are in a fight. Disagreement, quarrel, badayu together. Tarchin and Vavdin Lushal Mashlama. We make it that we they can get together. Rashi Tarchin Mili de Bidichusa Benayu. We introduce humor into the situation. Mili de Bidichusa, lighthearted, light, lighthearted uh, talk. Bivadai loy siprula tsuvmoilim is quite the match and after karma yom bidichus vitsin be yiddish, which doesn't help me much. But uh, talking about a joke, obviously they're not going when people are hot under the collar and going and telling them, like, you know, you want to hear a joke? If you go over to somebody and you just start acting silly, it'll annoy them more. They had this skill, a skill of being able to know how to take the temperature down. It allowed them to see the actual situation with an extra degree of clarity. In other words, because most things that people get worked up about are not really the substance of the point. You know, it's not what he said, it's how he said it, whatever it is. And they were able to take it down a few notches using this bedichus to the point where they were able to see the actual issue with clarity, which itself is, is Musar Haskell. You know, the, he's saying that somebody would see something with clarity, so then they wouldn't be as upset. You know, most of the time they were upset about things, it's not really because of the substance of what happened, or maybe it is, but it's our perception of the substance. We had a bad reputation. Sonu was like a bad shmua. Amr of Yehuda, Hechinavid, what should I do? Lashamte, if I put him into Cherem, it's Rikhile Rabbanon. Apparently, he's one of the Rabbanon, he was needed. They need him, he's a public figure, he's, he's needed to Paskin, whatever it is. Loy Lashamte, if I don't put him into Cherem, Kamisl Shmash Dishmaya. Bechilil Hashem, if I don't take action. Ultimately, Shamte of Yehuda, Lashayf Echlish of Yehuda, of Yehuda became ill. Azra Rabbanon Lashayulibe, the Rabbanon came to visit him, Vazayu Nami Badaya, when he came. 
Says when I come to the to the uh, uh, one time says lahau alma badicha dasai dafilu badicha dasai dafilu Okay, what what he's saying is essentially what I'm what I'm laughing at is that is that you know I was able even to take action against the person with your stature. Bottom line is badicha sadaso medes laadam afilu bezivula basraisa. That the this idea of bedichus is even at the last moment of a person's life. Rav Yehuda was it was ill at the time, and he was able to see like the, the you, you know to, to take it down a notch. He was able to laugh at this idea that he was able ultimately to do what he had to do even against this person who apparently was of a huge stature. But okay, bottom line is that humor, this bedicha, the idea of being able again, almost like the reverse of leitzanus, the idea of being able to take a situation that's heated, you know, for whatever the reason, and to be able to take it down notches to be able to make peace between people to be able to you know just uh, you know to, 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 to make it easy to see things with clarity this is a way that we can able to get over Hakpada because ultimately what are you makbed on and what does it gain you if anything it gives the person who has this mida a lot more baggage than anything else some of the other times other people don't even know that the first person is irritated the way to do this with oneself and ultimately with others is to develop this mida of humor again an appropriate way not like lighthearted, just joking but it's, it's a very, it's a big skill. And therefore, we have to train ourselves with this idea. We have to understand this as a mida, as a positive mida. Maybe when we're learning. Until we have a clarity what this idea is, again, what we're calling humor, this idea of being able to de-escalate, this idea of being able to, to to undermine the seriousness of a situation where the particular but the particular uh, seriousness of it is something that's detracting from being able to address it properly. Ways to react in such a way. And, and this this comes up every day of the week, right? And any any time you have a meeting with your kids, with your wife, any 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 number of situations, you know, the idea of being able to set the tone makes all the difference in the world, even for mundane conversations. In every aspect of life, if you're able to learn to set the tone and de-escalate situations, it can only it can only benefit you. Yeah, and, and I mean, usually, I mean, if you've ever been even on a job interview, right, it's a perfect situation. One person, one person is much more relaxed. You know, they might be going through maybe even frustrated, tired, like not wanting to deal with people. And the other person, for him, it's like his one shot is 15, 20 minutes, a half hour. For him, it's like, you know, he's on pins and needles making that phone call. The other person might have five interviews that day. When you can break the ice in certain ways, it allows for productive conversation. You know, a first date, I don't know. It allows for productive conversation where otherwise you'll never even get to have those productive conversations. Okay, Vajvi. 
We'll see. We're getting out. We're not in Yom Naram yet, but actually, we're not that far away for what we're going to be talking about over here. One of the most tremendous times that a person has to be careful about Hakpada is Yom Naram. Which now we're really understanding what it means to be Mavram Amidos, to have Mechila, we spoke about last time also, to be able to truly uproot things, not just because you're desensitized and you're not paying attention, but truly because you're taking it out of, of anything that could uh, you know resonate within you in a negative way. This is a substantial opening hope. This is what we needed. The one thing that a person focus on Yom Naram time is hakpada, anger, things like that. Vinenu in his karma, I mean, if there's anything, how many things do we do from the second we open our eyes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even if it wouldn't be demanding punishment, right, bittles man, I mean, anything, right? But it says, even if it wouldn't be dem- deserving of punishment, but if it, what, what are we asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Not to even be mazkir, right? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu should uproot the remembrance of what we do. Now, obviously, we get what we deserve, it's Yimei Hadin, but if we are Mavra on our Midos, then part of what we deserve, the quid pro quo, the consequence of that is that Kaddish Baruch is going to be Mavra on his Midos, so to speak. It was a famine, and there was a chasid echad on Erev Rosh Hashanah that gave a certain amount of money away, which I guess to them was substantial. V'kniteso Ishto, his wife, was not thrilled about it. V'halach v'lon b'beis ha'kvaros, and the man went to go sleep in a cemetery. Ha'chasid nispal mima... Now, the Gemara is a little bit uh, difficult, obviously. What happened? Erev Rosh Hashanah, he gave away money, very nice, tzedakah, his wife was not happy, and his response was to go sleep in the cemetery. Like, what, what are we doing over here? Says Rabbi Shol Salantra, Chosid Nispal Mimashek Nitaso, so Balidek Peda. He felt an annoyance, an annoyed reaction, Akpada, towards his wife's reaction. I think that's what he's getting at. Nimsa Shinilshala Chosid Berifion Midas Hanava. So the Chosid understood that there was something missing from his Midas in how he responded to the unexpected reaction of his wife. Ki ein ze, or how, how he reacted internally, even. Ki ein he should not have gotten annoyed. Now, here's the problem. Yoim Adin is that day. So, how is he going to uproot this Midah? He doesn't have time. How is he going to have Midas Hanava very quick? What's the best way to implant Hanava in him immediately? I guess it was Erev Rosh Hashanah. It was like the night before Rosh Hashanah. So that night he went to the cemetery. So to the nth degree, we see the length to which this person went in order to have the level of a nava, and what triggered it was his reaction of hakpada. Da'aka, it's it's uh we see a terrible way that it's Dafka Biyamnaram Ela Lulam Hakbid Yaiser Mikali Maisashana. We're more on edge. Mayrov Hamasikus Baemasadin. We're more on edge 
because of our uh, because of our fear of Yom Adin. So it ends up being that the one thing that we need to work on, it actually ends up being worse. A person who hasn't worked on this idea before, how do we have hope in the Mayadin to work on this? So, what do we have to do? We have to work on it in advance, which again, now is not a bad time. We have a couple of months. So, this is a Mido, which is the one that really hits home. It's something we focused on on Yom Adin. It's something that's with Mavran Amidos. Then we ask a Kaddish Baruch Hu to do the same. And it's something that if a person is not training and he's not conscious of and he's not prepared up for it all, he won't be able to do. And this is ultimately a ticket that we're going to be able, Bezus Hashem, to use to get through Yom Adin. Right, so we have these uh, the four the four from tonight. The idea of working on machila, the idea of being able to understand people's criticism and taking a step back and hearing not just you know that that they're saying something, but trying to hear what they're saying. Uh, the idea of understanding the the point of humor and uh, and over here the 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 uh, not having not having paid and starting to work on it in advance with the understanding that this is something that can carry us through din. So we have now finished the first segment of the Vadim, right? Went through Islam, this Chesed, Kazan, Savlanos, Kavod, and Hakpada, the first four. Okay, so uh, now that we finish this part of it, So next week is Taiva. I don't know if we'll get through that in one week or two. Then Das, okay, Zrizos, Machshava, okay, very uh, interesting, okay. Good. So that's uh, that's that's that.